welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone tonight. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for your fellow citizens all over the world. And amidst all the chaos, racism, and corruption in this country and the world, remember, it is up to every individual on this earth to walk in the way of righteousness and along the paths of love and justice, not only being concerned in the interest of one's own self and personal agendas, but as difficult as it may be for many, we must strive to walk those paths of righteousness, love, and justice when it comes to all life all humanity. It wouldn't be so difficult to see the oneness of all if mankind would begin to look past the exterior of another and consciously see beyond the physical and the various beliefs and misconceptions which divide us, those that create a false sense of power and superiority in the minds of many. If we could just take a moment sometime during our day and close our eyes and visualize not the physical beauty of our human selves that we see when we look in the mirror, but gently pushing all mind static aside, visualize the light, the light, light, light of the spirit of the living God within us, and stay there for a few minutes. Then open our eyes. As we move about our business throughout the day, let us try to stay conscious of that image of the light of God within us that we saw in our mind's eye and know and acknowledge that there's that same divine light within each and every individual on this earth in family, friends, enemies, associates, and strangers and all of us are connected to the same source, the almighty I am and no one of us greater in the eyes of God than the other. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and light, and y'all be loved. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. James 3.13-18 Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Hebrews 12.1-2 Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy, without holiness no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. 
See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. You have not come to a mountain that can be touched and that is burning with fire, to darkness, gloom and storm, to a trumpet blast or to such a voice speaking words that those who heard it begged that no further word be spoken to them, because they could not bear what was commanded, if even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I'm trembling with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Hebrews 12 14 24. Isis Unveiled, Chapter 14 It is to Champollion that we owe the first interpretation of their weird writing, and, but for his lifelong labor, we would till now remain uninformed as to the meaning of all these pictured letters, and the ancients would still be considered ignorant by the moderns whom they so greatly excelled in some arts and sciences. He was the first to find out what wondrous tale the Egyptians had to tell, for one who could read their endless manuscripts and records. They left them on every spot an object capable of receiving characters, they engraved, and chiseled, and sculptured them on monuments, they traced them on furniture, rocks, stones, walls, coffins, and tombs, as on the papyrus, the pictures of their daily lives, in their smallest details, are being now unraveled before our dazzled eyes in the most wondrous way, nothing, of what we know, seems to have been overlooked by the ancient Egyptians, the history of Sesestri shows us how well he and his people were versed in the art and practice of war, the pictures show how formidable they were when encountered in battle. They constructed war engines, Horner says that through each of the 100 gates of Thebes issued 200 men with horses and chariots, the latter were magnificently constructed, and very light in comparison with our modern heavy, clumsy, and uncomfortable artillery wagons. Kenrick describes them in the following terms, in short, as all the essential principles which regulate the construction and draft of carriages are exemplified in the war chariots of the pharaohs, so there is nothing which modern taste and luxury have devised for their decoration to which we do not find a prototype in the monuments of the 18th dynasty. Springs, metallic springs, have been found in them, and, notwithstanding Wilkinson's superficial investigation in that direction, and description of these in his studies, we find proofs that such were used to prevent the jolting in the chariots in their too rapid course. The bar-reliefs show us certain melees and battles in which we can find and trace their uses and customs to the smallest details. The heavily armed men fought in coats of mail, the infantry had quilted tunics and felt helmets, with metallic coverings to protect them the better. H.P. Blavatsky Muratori the modern Italian inventor who, some ten years ago, introduced his impenetrable cuirassae, has but followed in his invention what he could make out of the ancient method which suggested to him the idea. The process of rendering such objects as cardboard, felt, and other tissues, impenetrable to the cuts and thrusts of any sharp weapon, is now numbered among the lost arts. 
Muratori succeeded but imperfectly in preparing such felt cuirasses, and, notwithstanding the boasted achievements of modern chemistry, he could derive from it no preparation adequate to effect his object, and failed. To what perfection chemistry had reached in ancient times, may be inferred from a fact mentioned by Vairi. In his dissertations, he shows that a Sulpiatidus, a general of Mithridates, reproduced chemically the deleterious exhalations of the sacred grotto. These vapors, like those of Kearney, threw the pythonus into the mantic frenzy. Egyptians used bows, double-edged swords and daggers, javelins, spears and pikes. The light troops were armed with darts and slings, charioteers wielded maces and battle axes, in siege operations they were perfect. The assailants, says the anonymous writer, advanced, forming a narrow and long line, the point being protected by a triple-sided, impenetrable engine pushed before them on a kind of roller, by an invisible squad of men. They had covered underground passages with trapdoors, scaling ladders, and the art of escalade and military strategy was carried by them to perfection, the battering ram was familiar to them as other things, being such experts in quarrying they knew how to set a mine to a wall and bring it down. The same writer remarks, that it is a great deal safer for us to mention what the Egyptians did than what they did not know, for every day brings some new discovery of their wonderful knowledge, and if, he adds, we were to find out that they used Armstrong guns, this fact would not be much more astonishing than many of the facts brought out to light already. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 Now I'll give you one more thought, one more effort. When you say to your beloved Mighty I Am Presence, at night before you go to sleep and when you awaken in the morning, Beloved Mighty I Am Presence and the Seven Mighty Elohim, make me the victory of your own heart's flame in everything I do, and prevent all else forever, you can't make a mistake. You can't help but be constructive. You can't help but have the perfection which our love is, and it will close the door to anything of uncertainty in the future. It will make you master of circumstance, and when you become my heart's flame of all purifying love and peace, and you hold that within yourselves, you become the controlling manifestation by the sacred fire of our octave, over conditions in which you must live, and which will serve you only in the constructive way of life. My heart's flame way to live life is peace and there isn't anything else can come within the flame of my victory over everything in creation. Thus we come to the place where you can help us purify the nation and the world by purifying people and conditions wherever you pass by or with which you have to deal. So, don't be a part any longer of the distress and the destruction and the desecration and the uncertainty and the fear of outer world conditions, when we can flash the flame of our heart's love and place it anywhere in outer world conditions if you will call it forth. And it is as free as the air you breathe. It is the mastery and the perfection from the heart of creation. It is the almighty partnership of your own blessed mighty I am presence from the great central sun, and we will forever send legions of the angels of our love to hold its flame in and around you whenever you want them, whenever conditions around you are to be protected, and are to be sustained to fulfill the divine plan that raises the rest of life into our purity, and our perfection in the victory of the ascension. And there is no eternal peace without our flame of purity and love and mastery over all in this world. Beloved Elohim of Peace
So, we come and will forever watch every opportunity to plant, as it were, our hearts flame through your calls, into outer physical world conditions, until they have become purified enough to be the revealment of the Ascended Master's divine plan fulfilled, that purifies this world and raises mankind into our world of perfection for eternity. And this is the victory that lies ahead of you. It is the way and means harmoniously provided that produces only mastery and perfection, and is forever the only freedom in existence. This is what your mighty Saint Germain brought to you when he offered you the use of the violet-consuming flame, because the sevenfold flame of the violet-consuming flame is anchored within your brain structure, and this must be drawn into physical conditions for purification. Therefore, we offer our heart sacred fire love's indestructible mastery and victory over everything you can ever contact, and we want to fill you with our heart's love first, that you may be the almighty sun presence of our love in this world, that pours to the rest of life whatever brings illumination and returns mankind to the ascended master's control of conditions in this world, until the peace for which mankind calls has become the purity and the love of everyone's life, in this world for eternity, and there is no other divine plan to be fulfilled. So peace is necessary for your survival, and our sacred fire hearts flame and love are that peace, and that peace is necessary for you to survive to fulfill the divine plan. It is necessary through you for your nation to survive, and it's necessary through the nation for the world to be purified and return to the constructive way of life. So, if you will remember us, we will remember you, and may the fullness of all the victory which our purifying love and peace are to life, reveal through you the mastery that forever brings freedom to the earth, and the ascension to all mankind forever. Thank you with all my heart. Beloved Elohim of Peace.